Excuse me. Hello. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Episode 62, right? Yeah, episode 62. How are you? Episode 62, deja vu. Every single... Texas episode 62, I gotta go poo. That also rhymes. I like my rhyme better, but... Well, okay. everybody poops. <clears throat> You're right. But it's something like we don't it's talk re- about, though. Yeah, but it's relatable. Everybody dies, everybody poops. But we don't talk about it all the time. I do. I like to remind people whenever I get the chance. Mm. But yeah, episode 62. Um, Super exciting, as usual. We had a great guest last week. That yep. was awesome. Also super exciting, as usual. Um, this week, Z has some stuff to talk about. Well, yeah, just some interesting things that I've seen or interesting things that happened. Um, yeah, huge uh, a huge announcement in general. We don't got to get into the meat and potatoes. but <laughs> Only um, Irish people can say that, bro. How dare you? I have Irish friends. um yeah one of the um i want to see exactly what it's called uh (laughs) while you're doing that i'll just give you an update on my week let's hear uh nothing basically happened but um (laughs) i started well i'm gonna start bartending Oh, which yeah. will be cool. Hey, big I'll be Mr. Like, bartending guy. I'll be shaking two shakers with my hands, and then I'll have one in my mouth. I'll be shaking that, too, just rocking my head. Um, But, yeah, that'll be a cool experience. Um, No, it's going to be awesome. And it'll be more money, so that'll and be cool. Female attention, you know? That's also a thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that'll be cool. Um, how about you? What did you do this week? Um, this week, not much. Went on showings. Um, I, I, uh, did another side project. I was working on a dresser. So I'm trying to refurbish an old dresser. Mm-hmm. It's about a hundred or so years old. 108. I think it's oh, from damn. 1912. I didn't know that. Yeah. Very I thought it was old. just like some dresser. No. So the dresser, <clears throat> I think it was called like McKinley and co was the original, like people who built the dresser or whatever. Mm. And that company started in the 1800s. Oh, wow. So, like, it's kind of crazy. Cause it's like, dang, like, 100 years of work in, like, this company to create this dresser. This mm-hmm. is, like, their pinnacle. <laughs> and now it's just some, like, old dresser. Now, yeah. You know I mean, people don't even know McKinley. It's crazy it hasn't, like, fallen apart. I know. Like, what type of, do you know what type of wood it is? No. I'm not <laughs> sure. It has great grain, though. Like, that was one of the whole things about it. Like, I... I ended up um, stripping it of like the wax and the paint that was already on there, mm-hmm. and the grain was amazing. So, I'm trying to keep as much of that in like the original. Try to resell it. Some people are like, "Yeah, hey, bro, you should get bread." Yeah. So I'm so my grandmother, as I'm working on it, she walks outside. She's like, "Day day, like, what you doing out here?" I'm like, <laughs> much. I'm just trying to refurbish this thing. It's a good grandma. She's like, "Oh, that's nice. That's nice. What you gonna try to sell it, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> She's like, "Hmm." I was like, yeah, how much you think I can get? She's like, mm, 25. I'm like, 25, Greg Rams. I bought it for 50. Like, <laughs> I've been out here for hours, like, fixing this thing. And you say I'm going to lose, like, half of my investment? Like, like okay, Greg Rams, I love you, but please leave. Like, 
he said so, uh like soda i was like she was you. like hmm. yeah literally she's like hmm. <laughs> like all right like that's built into how she talks it's all yeah so cute i literally have one of the cutest old grandmas from yeah. the south so it's like a southern sweet woman from carolina the uh sh- <clears throat> yeah my so usually yes but this grandmother she's from tennessee oh, like okay. i have two two sides are both from tennessee and we the, should move to austin bro don't say that <laughs> are you kidding me i i nothing <laughs> would make me happier honestly like and the reason I say that is because SpaceX and Tesla are going to be in Austin. Austin's a growing, oh, yeah. it's a growing, um, oh yeah, economy right now. Everyone is moving from Silicon Valley from California to Texas. Mm-hmm. So in the next ten, Texas, like Austin specifically, is going to be huge. Yeah, Boca Chica is going to be where SpaceX is going to be building their rockets, which is in southern Texas. So that's weird. My first investment yeah. property, I want to be in austin yeah so i'm all about that um it's weird that it's called boca chica i know i it's, mean i guess it's close to mexico yeah which is so weird about texas it's so redneck it is because but it's weird because if you go to like southern texas you're mm-hmm. in mexico and then if you go into northern texas like that's where the uh where really the south receded at the time mm. so it's like way more racist up there you know what i mean or if you go west, you're going to feel like you're in California. Right. Is redneck a slur? Yeah. Yeah. It's the white people. Okay. I take it back. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody out there, if they're a redneck, <laughs> sorry about that. I didn't mean any real negative con- connotation mm-hmm. by it. But. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, usually, first time listeners, any listeners, usually Mike and I, we talk about some current events, some interesting ideas about um, like how the mind works or um, or huge changes that are coming to the world in forms of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so My favorite. Yeah, literally. So this is an interesting one for those who are here for the technology bits. Um, also, before I go on, I do want to thank people who are listening um, first time haven't listened before we're told by somebody to check us out. <clears throat> However, it may be you got here. We appreciate you for listening. We do. Um, so I had a pretty interesting one. This isn't one of the main topics, but it's definitely pretty interesting. It's a new fa- a new form of male contraception. <laughs> um, so a German graduate student, Rebecca Weiss, she invented testicle bath contraception. Bath. So what it is, is it's a small, it's literally a bath, a small bath that holds the testicles and you put water into it and then you sit down and just like bathe your testicles. <laughs> it's so hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you bathe your testicles in the water. Okay. And it's is it just water. Or it's it just has to have like some solution in it, right? So... It's just water. What? Um, and it it's called the Kozo. But what it does is it, I guess it uses some kind of wavelength or some kind of temperature-based things mm-hmm. where it slows down how quickly your guys in there move until the point where they wouldn't be able to get to the oh, egg. Oh, wow. Is it um? Is it like permanent? No, 
So like you recover back from it, but like you have to know like, all right, like I assume that I'm going to have sex in the next like five or six hours. Better bathe my balls. Yeah. Sit them in this little thing. Yeah. Interesting. 2021 people. I know. So, cause there is no, <laughs> mi- it's kind of cool though. How it did is you right. hear about that? Hey, my for you page is wild. Let's just say that. <laughs> My wife, my for you page is very interesting. Is that on TikTok? Yeah. Uh, so like, it's just I watch a lot of things that have to do with technology and innovation and stuff. So yeah. I just get things like this that pop up, mm-hmm. which is I love. I love it. Um, easy way to share information. So hopefully yeah, this yeah. will be at a at a Costco or a Walgreens near <laughs> you. It's called the Kozo. I I find it kind of interesting. It is facts though because. All there really is is just condoms, you know? Females have other options. And vasectomy. Yeah, which people think you can reverse, but, like, it's very dangerous. Yeah. You never watched The Office, right? Did you make a cup of coffee? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Usually I should have done that. Yeah, usually I drink a cup around, like, 1 o'clock. One mm. thirty. I want to go get a mate. Oh, yeah. But, Whatever. Yeah, hopefully one day we'll all just be using testicle baths. I can't even (laughs) believe, like, there's, like, pictures of people. Well, it's illustrations of people using them. And it's just so funny because it's just a guy sitting in a chair with, like, a little bath. And, like, his, like, (laughs) junk hanging around in it. Like, so funny. What are you doing? Ah! (laughs) (laughs) My testicle bath. They're going to start making, like, bath bombs for fucking... Oh, my gosh. It smells great. Like, honestly. Uh, Yo, we're ripe to... We're ripe right now to... uh, To hit this market. To disrupt this market. Create little tiny bath bombs. Sell them on Amazon. That's our first merch. Yeah. (laughs) Tiny bath bombs. Yo, that's way too specific. It's like... <laughs> oh, bath bombs for like testicle baths. Mm. Like that's our our little niche. <laughs> Welcome to DTMS. How you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> tech talk. Yeah, tech talk, baby. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Oh, is that a sander? Nice. Yeah, four. So Mike notices that I got a little buffer here for. Yeah, you got all my the dresser. Shit. Yeah, I got a buffer wax. So hopefully we'll post some photos of that or something. A few I don't know. brushes. Yeah. So went over my head. I remember I was talking to somebody. They were like, yeah, you did it so fast. Like, we just had this conversation, and now you're just doing it. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. They're like, it sounds like you do. I'm You've like, been talking yeah. about it for a while, I feel like. I have. I just, I have a lot of projects. Like, yeah, yeah I think. Doing things. Yeah, but I wish I um just need to manage my time a little bit better. So I hit them more often. Me too. So, Don't we all? Yeah. That's what, um. Yeah, pretty crazy thing. Also, had another interesting fact, mm. if you're down to hear it. Yeah. Not necessarily about, like, our main topic. So, to our main topic for today is the metaverse and, like, where we're going with that. Going to need a lot of explaining. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, and some of these things are new projects. Um, there's some that I'm not sure about. Yeah. But it's just bringing it to the you guys' understanding and knowledge of it. Um, just cause we like bringing that information to you and you guys can do what you learn with, with us. Yeah. Um, but I had one more interesting fact before we moved on to the metaverse. Mm-hmm. 
which was a study done by cupid.com. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people have used or have seen. So they sifted through 776 million answers mm-hmm. with, I want to say, 3 million participants. Yeah. And they were trying to find what questions correlated most to long-term relationships. And they found these three questions resulted in an 86% chance of long-term relationships in (laughs) the participants. Interesting. So the questions were, do you like horror films? Wouldn't it be great to just say, forget it all and go live on a boat? <laughs> and then. Boats suck. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would probably live do on it. a boat. I'd probably just do it just to get away from everything. I understand it. But like, I don't know. I feel See, like it'd be so hard to like get food and like. Yeah. Our long-term relationship is just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, going like how long? Fucking, how old are we? <laughs> yeah, now we're at like for a minute now, at least like almost 70. like twenty years. Yeah, we're closer to twenty years than anything else. Yeah. Um, and then what was the third one? The third one was one second. I just want to pull it up real quick. The third one was: Have you traveled to another country alone, or have you spent time <laughs> in another country alone? So those three questions, and it's crazy because they did so much research, and it's yeah. not just like, oh, it's just 100 or 1,000. 76 million? 776 million oh, questions asked. Yeah. It's almost like a billion. Yeah. That's a, that's not just like coincidental data. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, that's some true, re- that's some real data. Like, But how long did it go for? Like, how did they know that? It- it's, it's just data. Like, because I don't think this is data that they were actively tracking. But it's something that, like, they do have data for. So, like, it's so weird how everything is data. And it's like they're Mm -hmm. asking all these questions and they're learning all this information about people. At a certain point, they should be able to to get pretty close to, like, reality with all the questions asked. So I don't think they were actively, like, to my assumption is that, oh, we're going to set up this whole thing. Because I was talking off air to someone and I was like, yeah, like it's hard for you to even get that many people to participate to begin with yeah, for like right. 300 million people to participate in anything mm-hmm. is difficult. So it's like something that Cupid just had like the market for. What's it called? Cupid. What? Okay. Cupid. So I guess it's the other one with never Ange. heard of it. It's another huge, I think. Okay. Cupid is older oh, than right. even like Tinder. Okay. Cupid is old to my knowledge, but it's crazy what they did. Yeah. Now that's my hinge profile. <laughs> hey you see, you know i'm just gonna take part i'm gonna take part in the test see <laughs> see see what uh see what's up that's funny yeah. all right metaverse what is it all right so the metaverse is, is just it like the universe within the crypto like well even well decentralized meta- yes yeah, so what what so the first thing we're gonna talk about to get into the metaverse the metaverse is just like the internet play place for people. So, but instead of having it be 
separated from yourself. Like everyone uses the same character. Like in most video games, like say if we're playing like uh let's just say like an old school video game, Call of Duty. We're mm-hmm. all pretty much running the same character. Um we all have to partake in the same games. There's no like monetary value to it. Um as if there was in as in the decentralized metaverse. So, for example, like the first types of metaverses that we already have right now, yeah, is a uh, Roblox and Fortnite. Those are two huge ones right now. They're both considered metaverses. metaverses. Yeah, because you have okay, yeah, because it's all like equal. Yeah, and you, but you have an online. What about Minecraft? Minecraft, I would also believe is a is a metaverse too. Okay. Even even um, I would call um RuneScape a metaverse. Hmm. Because you have different characters. There is currency in it. It's just that, like, it, the network it's built on is just so old that, like, it's not the same as these newer versions. Yeah. Roblox is pretty old, too, though, but... Does that... Well, RuneScape, you, you all start at the same point, but does the leveling system, like, does that make it non-equal? Um, No, because you can still change. Well, here's what we'll say. The definition, to even make it more streamlined, the definition of a metaverse is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with the computer-generated environment and other users. Oh, okay. So there's like a ton of them then. Yeah. Like uh, any video game. Well, not any video game, but like massively multiplayer uh, yeah. online games. Very big games. Like, <clears throat> like, but see, even then, like, I wouldn't even count like GTA GTA Online role playing, yeah. Uh, yeah GTA Online is definitely mm. a metaverse. Yeah, um, but it's in, that's what everyone is pivoting to. Like I know we've heard that we've we've heard Facebook in the news, the whistleblower. We talked about that a little bit. I want to say that's two pods ago, episode sixty. Yeah, probably. We talked about the um, whistleblower and how Facebook is kind of losing ground and mm-hmm. people aren't really enjoying it as much. Instagram's down. Facebook's like, like dying. It is dying. So, and people don't like it because they're doing all this sneaky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's rumblings that Facebook may change its name to, instead of being a social media company, being a metaverse company. So they're trying to okay. get in front of it. Yeah. So they're trying to change their name. It, it's kind of due. They need a little bit of rebranding. Facebook, like, it just looks like a really shady company that's trying to like take people's data and exploit it. Yeah, it's just no good. Just yeah. no good. Like I just don't I don't know. It's just not really for me. Yeah. Um and I literally my first social media was Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I never had we were uh well I think the generation like not the generation, but like people maybe like two or three years younger than us uh, had MySpace, but older, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, born, yeah, 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 like just a couple of years older. Mm-hmm. We're on MySpace, um, but I never had a MySpace. No, I had one, but it was like I didn't really get social media yet. Yeah, but Facebook is when I was really like, okay, I understand. Um, so it's interesting to see, and literally, you search up. And it's probably by design. You search up metaverse. If you Google metaverse, mm-hmm. first thing that pops up is Mark Zuckerberg because they're, yeah, that's how it's probably in the news and stuff. Yeah, that's how much they're into trying to create that Oculus, Oculus Rift from Facebook. Yeah, that's what they're trying to build is the metaverse. Wait, Oculus is 
affiliated with Facebook? Yeah, they started it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. So it's it's something that's happening. Like, mm. and I've had conversations with other people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like NFTs. I don't really get it. Like, right? Bitcoin. It doesn't really make sense. Like, does it make sense? Hey, we're here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, those. So those are some form of centralized metaverses. Okay. Um. And you have children right now. If you ask kids anywhere, I, I probably guess 14 and below, maybe 13 and below, hmm. what their favorite games are. I guarantee you Fortnite, Roblox are up there. Mm-hmm. My little brother's 12. Those are his two favorite games. Yeah. Other games don't exist. Um, have you it, ever played Roblox? No, but my little brother and little sister are just obsessed. I don't think I've ever like seen gameplay or anything. No. It's crazy, though, because... You just look around, you'll be able to find investments. Like, Roblox went public about like a year and some change ago, and I just knew. I was like, yo, this one is going to work. Because every little kid I talk to, the kids know. Kids know what's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to be the ones purchasing soon. In in like five years, six years, they're going to be the ones who are going to be buying shit. My professor, actually, she mentioned it was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. She kind of made it seem like it was super recent, but I guess her son, who's like 10, yeah, was like, can you buy like one share of it just for me? Like, Yes. <laughs> and I bet it went up. And Probably, I guarantee yeah. it did. Like, kids, they know. Like, Fortnite, Roblox, when kids see electric cars, what do they want? They want a Tesla. All those kids are going to be buying Teslas. They're not probably not going to be buying something else. Like... That's just how consumerism works. Yeah. It's um, weird that Roblox became public because it's like, a, it's just a game. Like usually it would be like the, the company that produced it. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, I wonder how that works. It's just like, is the company also called Roblox? It is must that, be. I don't yeah. know who owns. I don't know. Oh, we can. Cause like, how can just the game kind of function as like a public company you know what i mean yeah so roblox corporation is the is the video game developer based uh, in california okay. so it is the game is the and the developer okay. are the same thing yeah but they're trying to do a metaverse as well because i think you could put all different types of character and games it's like unreal engine where like yeah like fortnite is the game but it's built on unreal engine and you can just build a bunch of games on unreal engine mm-hmm. um just like um, Fortnite right now, they're cr- allowing mods into the game. So oh, we're going to get all different types of games that we wouldn't have been able to have. That's cool. Um, with people who are open source, able to develop on Unreal Engine. People do crazy stuff with mods and yeah. games. In like call um, GTAs like that, where they just create crazy mods in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Like... Yeah, you'll see characters that weren't originally put into the game that you have like 0.001% chance of seeing. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool stuff. I remember I was playing like Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty 4 on the PC, mm-hmm. and like that allowed for modded servers mm-hmm. on the PC. And uh, they had like zombies already. Like, mm-hmm. they had zombie game modes where. You could add, they would like added like random like super powerful guns yeah. with just like random skins and mm-hmm. like they had zombies they looked like stupid and they move they like didn't really move they just mm-hmm. kind of like you know like uh 
blinked mm-hmm. over to yeah. you. Oh, I get you. Like they were like, like they were like stationary, yeah. but like they were moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like they do crazy stuff with yeah. the mods. Like people, who it's like a completely different game. Know that type of yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They and we'll make. see. It's gonna be interesting to see too, because the way that Fortnite specifically, I can I know most is that they accept a lot of these creator like built things. Mm-hmm. So like you can go on, if you go on Fortnite, just go to the open the like one of the first three pages is it's like creator stuff, exactly like, stuff that creators made them making maps, them making like games, different. Yeah. Uh, mechanics mm-hmm. of the games so like even for for anyone listening who's probably like oh like what does this even matter like who cares the fact is is that children are already in a centralized metaverse mm-hmm. so then one of the next steps is in Fortnite, you buy skins and it's like why would you buy skins in a game like it doesn't make any sense it's like oh because i can flex on my friends that's sick like i look <laughs> awesome like it's yeah. dope like it's a status symbol for ch- for kids right now. Mm-hmm. So when we move on to decentralized metaverses, so centralized metaverses are owned by a company or a corporation. Okay. Decentralized metaverses aren't owned specifically by any company or corporation. So one of the ones that are my favorite that I know the most about is Sandbox. It's built on the Ethereum blockchain, and you use sand the coin the coin for uh, sandbox okay. to buy land so you can buy land that's next to like an up and coming um let's an, an up and coming um network so there will be other networks that are built on in the sandbox that if you get traffic to those places you'll get money cuz traffic has to go through your land so that's where like there's different biomes in the sandbox. So there's mm-hmm. trees, like forests, ocean front, like things like that on the sandbox. And it's run through NFTs. So you buy NFTs and those will be your skins. Those will be your skins or the Yeah, land. so like the NFTs. So the NFTs will be how users interact. So like your user um self mm-hmm. would be an nft okay so it's the same type of thing where like oh i'm buying skins and nfts for the sandbox mm-hmm. and then different would pro- the land be considered an nft yes okay exactly so you own it and it's yours mm-hmm. so say if your land is one mm. of them one of them that i remember speaking of was metamask is what one of the projects that are in the sandbox is called MetaMask. Uh, okay. And this project is up and coming, um, but it's one that a lot of people in the space really love. So it's another thing that I want to look into myself. MetaMask is something that's on the sandbox. Okay. And if you own land that's right next to MetaMask, you Your can... Your value is going to go up. Exactly. As opposed to if you're like somewhere that like nothing's really going down. Right. Just like land here mm-hmm. like if you exactly live, in if reality you in boston it's expensive if you live like in the far in like farmland it's cheaper yeah so it's very interesting to see like this is some it's just happening like mm-hmm. that's cool I, I i really am interested to see when is it that 
we just get to a point where it's like you can't argue against something that is happening. Like mm-hmm. these projects and these things are happening. People are becoming millionaires off of NFTs. Indeed. And it's just it's just real. There's off of like NFT games, off of just regular NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all built on the back of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is what is running it. So but now Ethereum's taking place too. Yeah. It, Which is and it's all the same thing. Like it's all the same network. What right. it's they're not I think I don't know. I I say this a lot on this podcast is that technology is not something that happens in a vacuum. It's all the other technologies that are being built around it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not an accident that Bitcoin is increasing in value and Ethereum's incre- increasing in value. And that NFTs are becoming more popular, all built on blockchains. Like, when is it going to stop being just, oh, this is just coincidental? Like, yeah, you you can have your speculations, but at the end of the day, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, and the two things you could do is learn more about it or you could just miss out. So that's what this really this episode for myself was just to bring people knowledge that there's metaverses we already have. Mm-hmm. And one of the next progressions are decentralized metaverses. So Sandbox was one of them. Two others that I found were Decentraland and Crypto Voxels. <laughs> yeah, these are other... Decentraland. Yeah, these are two other um, projects that are going Similar down. Similar to Sandbox. Yeah. Um, what I like about it, too, is that like you can use your sand, like the, the currency, mm-hmm. in the Sandbox to vote on different things that can be added to the sandbox. So different social medias potentially, or um, uh, different additions like, uh, like, uh, like different ways to create transactions on the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the, the Pi hackathon. Exactly. So I'm curious, and it makes me interested, like where does Pi sit in all this? Like mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's definitely interesting, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see decentralized metaverse. That's that's another way this all could shake out. I can't wait till Pi becomes real and we become millionaires and we move to Austin. Oh yeah, Pi millionaires. It's over. Imagine, imagine it's just day one. It's like oh, it's like five hundred bucks each. Five <laughs> hundred. Yeah, that'd be bread. that'd be that'd be a bread. lot. Yeah. That'd be bread. Mm-hmm. Well, I have like almost a thousand right now. Yeah. So that wouldn't just like be bread. That'd be bread, 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 bread. <laughs> That'd be a whole loaf. Yeah. Still, that's like. Yeah. Even I, if it's a dollar, I'm up a thousand, bro. That's hundreds of thousands. That's enough to go do something, I guess. Yeah. I want to go on a trip soon. Me and Mike are thinking of going on a trip. Don't know if you're down. A real life trip, huh? Yeah. IGO. IRL. You you say IGO? Yeah. In game leader. ASL. (laughs) What is that? Age, sex, location. That's like some uh, Omegle shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You did not just Omegle. That's great. (laughs) I wonder if there'll be a version of Omegle, like in the metaverse. Oh, that'd be so great. That'd be uh, spicy. 
you know what I saw? Because it's like confidential and shit. Like people yeah. do even more like fucked up stuff. And yeah. Instead of just like jerking off. Yeah. I seen um. And that's fucked up as well. Yeah, it's gonna be very weird. I seen on the Oculus someone. There's like groups where you can just. They already have the metaverse shaken up right now on Oculus. You can go to like rooms. Mm-hmm. And like there's different names for each room. So you'll be in a hallway with just like a bunch of doors Mm -hmm. and you open a door and then you'll just join a room. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, have you gone to like, like the secret room? It's like, what's the secret room? They're like, yeah, go down this hall and take a right. And it's all just like, what is, what is N Y S F W N F S W. I don't know what it stands for. But, but we know what it means. Yeah, it's like bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like stuff is going down in there. Virtual yeah. stuff. So it's all virtual stuff. You and know? like, like I hope people understand what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying yeah. to get us like demonetized or anything <laughs> like that by saying it. Like we're monetized. Yeah. But yeah. No, but like, oh yeah, I, I get that. But like, I don't want to be saying all that stuff out. Like, out yeah, there, right. you know. It's just um, something we don't need to say. We all know what I'm talking about. You know, it's funny. My buddies were playing this like horror game on PC. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they were both on Oculuses, mm-hmm. and they just start. They were like right at each other's faces, and they were like holding each other's faces and like pretending to make out, <laughs> and they were streaming it. It was so funny. And we could we could also see them on their like face cameras, so we yeah. just saw them like. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. That Whoever did that, time. that's funny. The, that's very funny. It was actually Mike and uh, yeah. uh, this kid Nate. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. Good job, guys. Great that's job. Funny. That's hilarious. That's some wholesome that's qual- <laughs> content. Yeah, you know? that's funny. Um, yeah, but uh, it was funny because the guy who was like talking about it. <laughs> The guy who was talking about the like crazy like anime like hentai room. Oh. It was it's all like but it's computer generated stuff and they're all like doing stuff together. NFSW. Yeah. So um the guy's like <laughs> some guy's like, yo so it's a it's a it's a white guy holding a cat. And uh already freaky. And the guy's like, that's his skin. That's this guy's skin. Okay. And the dude's like, yo, that skin is sick. And then the cat opens its mouth and is like, yeah, bro, it's pretty awesome. Like, I love it. <laughs> and the white guy meows. I'm like, yo, what is going on, bro? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the guy funny. meows and the cat is like, yo, what's up, bro? Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick. Like, I love it. And the guy's like stroking the cat. I'm like... <laughs> That is a great skin. Yeah, I'm like metaverse. That skin's crazy. value like jumped up ten times yeah. when that cat spoke. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, metaverse is wild, bro. Uh, Seen some other things like guys who like they they take like photos of themselves from like a bunch of different angles, yeah. and then they will put like a skin texture from something else, so like a snake over okay. their face. Yeah. And then they'll warp it a little bit, and then he gave himself, like, fire hair. And that would be, like, his in-game character. Like, actual fire? Yes, like, it was a blue flame. Yeah, it was his head. So, like, people will just have... They're going to have... Why would we do this? Why does it make sense? 
Because the kids today don't care. They just want to <laughs> flex on you. They want to look cool. Like, yo, I bought this new skin. Like, look but, at my new look at my new avatar. Like, yeah. yo, the avatar is sick, bro. Let's go play, like, I don't know, like, virtual baseball or something. Like, mm, that'd be cool. It's a real thing, bro. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Right now, we're at a centralized metaverse, but the decentralized metaverse is right around the corner. So, I don't know. They have, I know they have, like, VR, like, I forget what it's called, but, like, it's basically just like a like a hangout thing where everyone has different skins. You could be like Goku. You could yeah. do like, you could just be like a cat or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen stuff like that. No. But um, that's a progression though. Like. Yeah. I think ten years ago, if, if someone told me that exact thing, I would just laugh in your face. Like. Yeah. yeah. That sounds futuristic. People are gonna log in and like, yeah. there's not even a an objective to the game they're just yeah. gonna like hang out and be yeah. like different characters yeah the fuck i know it's so weird too because what would you have guessed 10 years ago if someone said that people would be doing that in the future how far away would you have guessed it was so let's say you're 2011 15 um I was probably playing like fucking uh, Call of Duty, like Farmville or like, yeah, Call of Duty. Farmville, too. huge. Um, yeah. What's that other game? Uh, not Temple Run, but the other one. Subway Surfer. Subway Surfer. Yeah. yeah. Temple Run was the first one, though. So I yeah. think we mi- it might have been like around Temple Run time. There was also, I f- keep forgetting. Oh, it's Triple. Flappy you Bird. remember Triple Town, bro? Yeah, that game was sick. Yeah. That's created, like, I don't even know. That created some monster in me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I need triples. Like. Bro, I saw a kid in uh, at my class the other day playing 2048 still. I mean, oh, he's yeah. probably, he was like, it's crazy. I'm going to ki- I'm going to school with kids that are, were born in 2000. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, he's playing 2048. Hmm. He probably just got hip. Yeah. It is like Yo, something. This new game is sick. <laughs> it's like fun for uh, doing it in class, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've seen something, another TikTok thing. A lot of TikTok users probably know who are listening. It was, makes me think of Gen Z. And it was a, he was trying to get them to create a way to combat homelessness and like get information out to homelessness, mm-hmm. to homeless people. And he asked the class to like figure out a way to do it, mm-hmm. and not, naturally, this is people of that age, twenties, like built, like born in two thousands, and they were like, "Yeah, the biggest problem that homeless people have is probably like miscommunication because they can't speak to each other. Mm-hmm. We should build a system where it either has a screen or something that they put in some f- amount of money, and it allows them to call like anywhere." A screen or some type of like phone. a terminal thing. Yeah, a terminal or a okay. phone, maybe with like a booth that you can stand in to like make personal calls. Mm-hmm. And like, there's probably those who are already realizing like that's already has been a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> payphones have existed before. <laughs> so like these people born in 2000 were trying to think of it. They were putting their mind to it, but yeah. like it's crazy. They just didn't even have the knowledge that like right. we already built that. Um, <laughs> one thing pay that ma- just made me think of like when I was in college, uh, my other college, my buddy, he was in a class. I forget what class it was, but it was a group project and they were basically supposed to like 
think of like some business mm-hmm. and like it was weird because it was like they were basically asking them to like create a new business and that's like so tough to like yeah. do to like almost, think of like a yeah yeah it's almost impossible yeah to think of something that is absolutely no one has created yeah like original um yeah. so he thought of the idea of like a website where kids like trade textbooks or they like resell their textbooks after they're done with them was it amazon I mean, like, yeah, sort of, but more of like a marketplace type of thing. And my, and it might be like grouped together by school. So like, it's like more clear, like what books you need and stuff. This, that's amazing. Keep going. Yeah. It's a great idea. Right. And I was thinking like, what, how is it fair for the professor to like. Professors do that. Yeah. But like could he take that idea and then just like run with it and do it himself? Mm-hmm. Or like, is it it's fair so for him to like have his students like think of ideas mm-hmm. that he might have the capital to like actually make a thing, mm-hmm. you know, where we are like students, like yeah. probably in a ton of student debt yeah. and can't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes professors put you on and then they'll, that's how yeah. crazy businesses are made. But that's you're true. definitely right. Like he could just do that. Yeah. It's so, inf- it's so interesting with like knowledge and information. That that made me think of two things. The first is that, like, if you're a professor, you have so much access to so much knowledge and information mm-hmm. and be on the forefront of so many different things. So he could just take that and run with it. But, yeah. like, he's getting a good idea from somebody who's not stupid. Like, mm-hmm. that person who thought of that idea, is, that's a great idea. Yeah. It was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still it think it smart. has place. I think because what what is so interesting about the decentralized networks mm-hmm. is that you can create contracts that have to be finished before like said objective is done. So like right now with Amazon, Amazon is the liaison between two people's orders. Mm-hmm. One person is the seller. The other person is the buyer. Naturally, Amazon sits between that transaction and makes sure that they get their money first and then you get your product mm-hmm. so that both parties are protected from liability. Right. That's pretty much what Amazon does. On a decentralized network, the system will already be built so that it will make that transaction happen without Amazon. So okay. that a system like that could be built on the blockchain, and mm-hmm. that person could probably make a ton of money because right now the system's a little flawed where... Amazon has to takes their part. You know what I mean? Like their part might be X, Y, Z amount, but they're making a lot of money off of it. Mm-hmm. So fantastic idea. Yeah. Great idea. Um, the last thing I was thinking about that made me think is that it's so crazy how information is lost over time and that like we end up recreating things or trying to create things that were already built. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the blockchain hopefully is some form of answer to that. The internet was a good start, but now it's like all transactions are saved on the blockchain. Like anyone can just look it up and see the transaction history from Bitcoin and Mm -hmm. like find anyone's transaction for anything. It's nuts. So it's the future. We're we're in the future. It has like, that's what I don't get. Like, how is it that if I explain that to you or explain that to someone, they just think like, Nope, like doesn't make sense, can't work, like yeah. Beyond Bitcoin's value, like monetary value, beyond that, the blockchain is just nuts. Mm-hmm. 
Still don't like fully understand it. No, neither do I. But like enough to explain it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're great at that. I feel like you've definitely like told like thirty people at least. Oh yeah. Easily. I easily. I'm yeah. always talk I'm always trying to like talk to somebody about it because it, it is huge. There's a reason why the the SEC is allowing Bitcoin ETFs. Like how much longer does it have to be until you accept it? Like the biggest banks in the world are buying Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. JP Morgan last year. CEO of JP Morgan came out and said that Bitcoin was he I'm paraphrasing, but he pretty much said Bitcoin is a fluke in that it doesn't have any true value. Mm-hmm. Come this year, we find out that the biggest holder of Bitcoin in Europe is JP Morgan. <laughs> like, come on. That's fine. Like, I don't know what else to say. BlackRock. You don't know BlackRock. They're the they run probably they they own more money than well, they, they are responsible for more money than some countries on this earth. <laughs> they are buying Bitcoin. Yeah. And then you then most people want to listen to their buddy down the street or listen to somebody who doesn't even know anything about it who used the same argument. Like, mm-hmm. it's not real. You can't touch it. Yeah. These people run, have so much money they work with. Like, they're not going to put money into something they don't think is going to make them money. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to invest in something that's not going to make them money. No, that's like their job and their like literally, only objective. It literally is their only job. So, yeah. I don't know. When is it going to be that people stop lying to themselves? <laughs> I don't know if it's, well, I don't know if it's that deep, but. Well, I think it's for a lot of things. Team Water Sip. For those who aren't here, every mm-hmm. listener, uh, we all, me and Z both just took water sips at the same time. <clears throat> and that's what makes us friends. Yep. You heard it here first, and it makes perfect sense. I can't move my goddamn chair. So we'll see. We're going to keep watching it, too, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll keep everybody posted on, like, what's going on with all the blockchain shit that we find interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's our job. Yeah. Basically. We got um one last thing. It's a new crypto game. It's called D-Mole. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been live for a little bit now, a couple months now. But um, it's another decentralized game where you can make money off of the scarcity of each character that you have turn-based game as well. Um, and it met its max user base in a minute. So we'll see how it goes. We talked about Axie infinity right now that has a market cap of 7 billion. Really? Yeah. And the <laughs> game doesn't even look good. Remember Mike, we both looked at it. Axie infinity yeah. was a turn-based game. Didn't even look that good. Honestly, I think it looks, I mean, I don't think I talked about this on pod yet, but I saw some gameplay of Alluvium because I'm part of like the Alluvium Discord. Yeah. And they posted in announcements. Yeah. And um, I was expecting like, like how we sort of described it to you and how it was described in its like uh, when they announced it. As like a triple A game, they have like triple A developers working yeah, on it. Which is the best version of a game you yeah. can have. That's like crazy games like Call of Duty that mm-hmm. like super popular like games like that. 
Um, but the gameplay looked kind of shitty, mm. honestly. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's like top down. I thought it was going to be like a, like you control your own character and you walk around and explore, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's going to be like, oh, you move to this block if you click it, and if you move uh, to this block, you click it. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but it That's looked, what it looked like. It looked kind of shitty. I mm-hmm. don't know. So that kind of was a, a lot bum, of these games bummer. are. Yeah. Don't look that good. So Axie Infinity also doesn't look that good, mm-hmm. but its market cap is absurd. It honestly looks like a little better than Alluvium, honestly, but. Hmm. I don't know. I'm waiting to see because I don't know. Like it doesn't. Like you've seen some of the character models, right? Yeah. It doesn't look like that. Like the gameplay doesn't look like it's gonna fit with the character models, mm-hmm. and I don't really understand how they're gonna incorporate that. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll just have to see. I think it's in December or like mm-hmm. beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see then. We'll let you guys know. Mm-hmm. But that was disappointing because. I thought it was going to be like a super cool, uh, involved game. All right. Since we're on like decentralized games Mm -hmm. built on blockchains, we should definitely hit a little bit on new next topic on how it's going to affect gamers. Yeah. I could talk a little bit about that. I think that'd be, um, I sent you that video, right? Yeah. No, it's worth talking about. We talked about it a little while ago. We're on the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I sent you a video. It was basically about how... Great video. Um, crypto games are going to like change gaming and mm-hmm. like sort of change how gaming works and like the motivation for people to play games. Because mm-hmm. these games... Games in the past have been like you pay for it so you can enjoy it mm-hmm. and you can like explore whatever and play centralized and enjoy the, yeah and enjoy the gameplay and whatever. Um, but now it's gonna be like, oh, I want to play this in order to make money, or like I'm gonna invest mm-hmm. this amount of money so I can make more money by playing this game. So, mm-hmm. while while some games are like that, because like I remember. Well, RuneScape's like that, for example, because people can make a bunch of gold and then sell it for real money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I'm sure we'll... Eh, I don't know about World of Warcraft, maybe. I know that on Diablo 3, mm-hmm. they had like a real real cash marketplace and that people were selling items for real money. Mm-hmm. Um, so games in the past have had similar... like Like a similar dynamic to them. Mm-hmm. But it has, it's not a direct correlation, though. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a yeah, direct right. correlation. This is like you just have to put time in the game and, like, get lucky. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're trying to earn money constantly, and that's, like, your main objective of the game. It's not really like, oh, this game looks fun. Mm-hmm. It's more like, oh, how much money can this game make me? And that's maybe be, that might be why these games look so terrible. Because yeah, it's like right. our main thing isn't even really for the game. It's also it's like, just because, like, it's in its infancy. Like, crypto, yeah. current, or crypto games aren't, like, fully developed. And yep, they haven't been around for a long time. So, mm-hmm. But it's weird because we have, like, the technology for crazy looking games like beautiful looking games like Mm -hmm. with crazy landscapes and Mm -hmm. shit but i don't know i don't know why they i mean i kind of get why they all look shitty because like they don't want to put 
the developers themselves don't want to put a ton of money into something that is so new mm-hmm. and shit. But it does over it does overlap, yeah, a lot. Because to mine already, mine for a cryptocurrency, you need a powerful computer, mm-hmm. and to play these games, most people are using at higher levels need PCs. Yeah. Um, Some phone ones, I yeah. think. But um, if you really want to play like any game at a high level, you got to get a PC. Yeah. Um. So it overlaps, like powerful computing for both the game mm-hmm. and the mining of the crypto. But I think one of the main things that I pulled from the video was how predatory it is Yeah. on gamers. Because... As opposed to like other games that you can just play for fun, like even most video games you can play for fun. There's never been like a direct correlation to making money on a game, mm-hmm. and people have already put in absurd amount of hours into them. Yeah, like I know, um, if you look at like the top ten like most time played on um, Call of Duty, yeah, like one user has like 145 days time. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like so much, so many hours, and this is like he may be making money outside. Mm-hmm. It's gonna really revolutionize how it's, much. It's sort of similar to like the popularity of streaming, because that's another thing. Another where stream, pe- like streamers probably get burnt out playing games, but they want to keep playing because uh, they want to make money off their streams. Mm-hmm. So it's great. So let's. Like, okay, let's just look at Ninja, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, 2019, whenever his deal with um, Mixer expired, he made more money in that year than the current, than that year's NBA MVP. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Like, it takes a, it takes a little bit of, like, getting to that number because he had a contract that was supposed to be, like, for, let's just say, like, three years or something. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to make X amount of money, but he has guaranteed money. So Mixer ending up shutting down. So he got it all at once. But still, like 29 mil in a year, more than like the best basketball player on earth, pretty much. Yeah, that's crazy. And this is for a video game that's not even decentralized. Like these are for games that aren't even decentralized yet. So let's, like, I can't even imagine what, when these games are in full swing how much a uh, video game like a streamer could make yeah right cuz they'd be making money off the crypto game yep and making money off their streams stream yeah and people will watch mm-hmm. like it's it, the pandemic has proven people will watch streamers oh i just this popped in my head uh steam you know steam yep, yep. steam is not allowing crypto games really or nft games that's interesting they're like banning them and they, I think they announced it like a couple of days ago. They must know, like, or I don't know what, 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 how that, how they got to that. What, yeah. What's that's charged with? Maybe like just their mission statement was like to provide convenient, like enjoyable games to people, and like maybe they realized the sort of predatory uh, aspect of crypto games. Absolutely, and it's sad because right now. And this is another reason why I want to bring this information to people because yes, it is a great way to make money and it sounds awesome and it is, it sounds fantastical. It is, mm-hmm. 
but you got to know more about it because there's also a bunch of crypto games and NFTs and coins Mm -hmm. that are just fooling people into buying them. Like so many times we talked about those phase clan members, the streaming clan. There are still there a group of streamers called phase clan. They had members. We've talked about this in past episodes, um, but refresher they had members who created their own crypto or pumped money into a crypto Mm -hmm. and then told their their followers hey like i'm investing into this crypto you guys should try it out their followers end up putting money into the crypto and usually you're only so you can't pull money out um or you'll get flagged until two days after depositing it Mm mm-hmm and the blockchain is built where you can literally see every transaction that is done. Like I can go look and see who pulled out what, when to who like, and you go and look and, uh, you see the transaction that right after he had his members buy all this coin, he pulled it out 30 seconds later Yeah, and plummeted the price and his followers lost so much money. Yeah, it's fucked up. And he tried to run off with it. Um, thank, thankfully, the SEC like picked this up. Like, hey, like this is all new information for everyone. But yeah, like that could it could not happen. Sometimes money is just lost. Mm-hmm. Like, and like with crypto being so new, like uh, there, I'm sure there isn't legislation. No, like being like, oh, he couldn't have done that because no. it's illegal. Like. They don't even know what to do right now if because like if you take out money from Bitcoin, they're taking it as as you taking money out of an asset. So I guess that's taxed at a very high rate, which a lot of people don't like because it's like, well, that's no, because I'm just taking money out of the bank pretty much. So Mm -hmm. they're still trying to figure out how to make money off of it or yeah or how yeah because they are that is their job they do need to make like they're they're pretty much the government's dog to make yeah. sure that like we're making money off of you transferring money and taking money out of things yeah assets so i get it but like it's just interesting where is it gonna go mm-hmm. i wanted to touch on one coin that we have it's called lossless okay. um and that is their job is to find and return money that is stolen on the blockchain. Oh, so they wow. ended up, yeah. So they ended up being successful recently. They, they got like $16.4 million of lost money. Damn. Um, back to its rightful owners. So it's lossless. This coin went up 500% in the past, like couple months. I wonder it's, how they do that. I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe we can talk, we can, I can take that down. We could find out. But yeah. I mean, yeah, write that down. At least enough to just like, yo, enough for us to move it on mm-hmm. to you, to the to you guys listening, because hey, it's still it uh, it's so interesting. So it went up five hundred percent. It's trading at like a dollar seventy, and its market cap is only forty million. So huge, still a massive upside. Yeah, just a nugget man. of information for you guys. If you're looking at a coin. One of the two things that you can use to predict like how much the coin's value will increase is you want to look at circulating supply and you want to look at market cap because they're directly correlated. So if you want the price of the the asset to double, you'll also need the price of the market cap to double. So if you have 
like um what's one cardano for example mm-hmm. a lot of people want it to get to like 50 bucks yeah i forget what it's trading at right now but uh its market cap is already like a hundred billion mm-hmm. so it's like to make this go up to five dollars or to double you'd need another hundred billion pumped into it mm. and keep the mark and keep the circulating supply down so it's not likely. So since lossless has has a pr- relatively low market cap mm-hmm. and a low circulating supply, it still has potential for upside. That's just like how things work. You don't have to go buy it. I definitely applaud tell you to go do your own research on it, but it's still an interesting um, asset. Yeah. And that's like good information, I think. I didn't know that's what you look at. Yeah, because sometimes people will look at like, yo, Z, like, why not Sheena? Why not yeah, uh, Shiba Inu? Shiba yeah. Inu, why not Dogecoin? I'm like, well, both of those coins don't have any scarcity. They're still creating Dogecoins and Shiba Inu coins. Yeah. So, like, for it to increase in value, so much money would have to be pumped into it. It wouldn't make sense. Like, Potentially for lossless, like this is just a reality. You could have one whale, maybe two whales putting millions of dollars into this thing and it'll shoot up in price. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, that good? Word. I think we touched on all of my um, my notes here. We checked, on all, checked off everything. Weird. Yeah, it was a good one yeah it was absolutely yeah um, thanks for listening y'all yeah thank you um follow us on instagram at dtms underscore podcast couple quick announcements of mm-hmm. our thinking towards boosting the podcast mm-hmm. we might get a video camera and start video recording and uploading to youtube again yeah we did that and in the past TikToks. like very early on mm-hmm. but um we had some camera issues that made it more difficult to record for the amount of time that we wanted to record. Mm-hmm. So, but we might be making an upgrade and doing video now. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're also going to make TikToks and what else can we do? I don't know. We'll keep brainstorming. No, we're going to have it all. Maybe we have so much. It's so weird. Podcasts have so much content. So mm-hmm. maybe who knows? This is just all theoretical right now speculation we youtube like, shorts yeah. youtube more instagram posts but we have like 60 hours of content right now yeah so something to work with mm-hmm. but yeah just want to let you guys know uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next week peace